Hello everyone, I meet the most interesting people in the world sitting right here in front of Angelina's Pizza in beautiful downtown Key West. That's right, my name is Kit Carson, I'm the Earl of Pizza and what I do is I sit here all night long and I talk to the rock stars, the heroes and the gods. It's what I do all night. And tonight we want to introduce you to this young man. If you would, tell everyone your name and where you're from. Oh, well hey. Everybody wants to sit with Kit. Hey friends, uh, my name is Aaron Bentley. I am from Fort Worth, Texas. I do very much the same thing. I don't Aaron check it, I don't check any of the boxes from what you just said. I'm not a hero or a rock star. No, you. No, let's back it up for a second. How do you say you're not a hero? You've got your own podcast. Yeah. Out there, somebody listening that thinks you're their hero. Yes. God. <laughs> Well, you, you know, I mean, I really truly believe that, though. I believe that there's somebody that listens to you that loves listening to you, and you make their day every day that they listen to you. And so for that, you're a hero. And you may be their god. I don't know. It's possible. And you you could be a rock star to somebody. We'll find out more. I know I'm a rock star to my granddaughter. There, See, there you go. So that counts. And your, your hat says, you write good words. All right. Who are you talking to when you say you write good words? So it's an inside joke, and it's also for the festivals. When you go see music or you see people like this, it's just kind of a good, hey, I'm watching you, and yeah. you write good words. But there's yeah. a deeper meaning behind that. Okay. Uh, so I've been in the music industry for 18 years, various hats, um, producer, writer, different things that I've done. Uh, but I had my one artist, singer-songwriter, who was my hero, that I never got to go see him live. Nine times wow. tried to go. Wow. And, and uh, something would always happen. You'd always have. Rocky. Was that Rocky Five? The guy Seventeen. From... Okay, would you? Anyway, so my wife finally gets tickets to surprise me to go see this guy, and as somebody who's worked in the business or done interviews, a lot of times you're not uh, on that side of the the curtain. You're you're in the audience, and so I got to sit down at a show, watch from a table, and then go to the merch booth afterwards to meet wow. a songwriter. Wow. And so my wife goes, when you finally get to meet him, you know, what are you going to say to him? And I was like, I don't know, man. Thank you for taking, taking you know, simple ideas and making them into huge songs and all this kind of thing. And she's like, okay, that's really good. Um, I get up there and I, you write good words. Came out. <laughs> and he turned and looked at me, shook my hand, hugged me, took a picture, and we went on a better way. <laughs> uh, it's Chris Knight who it is. I don't know if you know who Chris Knight is. But uh, yeah, so that so was it. Have you met him since? Oh, we've had multiple, like actual, these have kind you, of conversations. Have you told him the story? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he remembered. Did he? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, hey, listen. You know, I, I, think, uh, I think Harley asked me earlier who I'd met. And I'm, we meet a lot of people here. Right. And I say that I'm rarely starstruck between the sports figures, the rock stars, the presidents. The one time I was most starstruck, we across the street was a t-shirt shop. Okay. And it's a slow day, night, and everybody at the bar goes, hey, Jack's across the street. And I'm like, Jack? And they go, yeah, you know, you know. Well, look over, and here's this entourage. Not a big entourage, there's three ladies, Jack and Danny Glover. And they're down here filming the movie called Gone Fishing. And so I go over there with a few other people, and somebody says, hey, would you sign an autograph for me? And he goes, Jack doesn't sign autographs while Jack's buying apparel. 
And I was just like, holy shit, okay, this guy's not gonna do anything. But he seemed cool enough. Well, I have his picture from The Shining on the wall. Right. And it's still the same glass. I ripped it off the wall, broke the glass in the process, took it over to him, had it, unfortunately, in an ink pen. He wrote Shine On Jack Nicholson up the side of one of the fences. And I felt like a little schoolgirl. All I could say was, I'm sorry to bother you while you're, while you're buying apparel, but we love you, man. And that's all I could say. <laughs> and I've never been more starstruck in my life. Never. And I don't know why. Well, but you're also talking about the coolest human being on the face of the planet. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe that was it. Just the, so, he was so cool, and you know, he's he's buying apparel. <laughs> he's not buying a T-shirt. Nobody talks to Jack when Jack's buying apparel. <laughs> I love that. That's great. <laughs> so you know, it, it blew my mind a little bit. I think that might have set me in a tailspin from right, right there. But you know, this whole this this whole island is full of. Heroes and rock stars and scalawags, and you never know who you're sitting down next to. You never, never know who you're talking to, and that's one of the beautiful things of this place. Is we all come here for the same reason: to get away from everybody and everything else. And that, you know, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, this is my fourth trip down here. Fourth trip. Fourth trip. Fourth, uh, fourth year to come down here, and it is very much home for yeah. me. So, so you say you're from all over Texas? Yes. So. Where do you claim to be from? Where uh, do you go home when you go home to? Uh, so it's a little suburb outside of Fort Worth called Godly. Godly. A little tiny town. Little tiny town. We have two stoplights. You know, there's so many little tiny towns in Texas, isn't there? Everywhere. We only know the three or four major cities. Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston. San Austin, Antonio. San Antonio. But that's really it. El Paso. Oh, yeah. Well, that's about it. But no, I've spent many years... Uh, Grew up in a small town just like that in East yeah. Texas. I was born in another small town in like north central Texas. So I've been all over, but right. DFW area, Dallas Fort Worth area has kind of been so my home. What is your focus right now? What are you primarily doing? Okay, so for right now, I've got the podcast, Off Mic, Off the Record. And it's called Off the Record. Yeah, Off Mic. Off Mic. Off the Record. Off the Record. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we've done that. I, um, Started it right at two and a half years ago after spending, again, 13, 14 years working in terrestrial radio and doing very similar things, but more behind the scenes stuff. I was the producer, did... On the engineer oh, side. Engineer side, you know, I, would, I was the, the stage plot, you know, all the, the, the intricate things that many people don't see from behind the The glamorous the stuff that no one knows about. Yeah. <laughs> all the glamour. Herding cats. Yes. You know, yes. the fun parts. Yes, trying to get all the butterflies in one room. Yes. Yeah, I get you. So, I mean, and it just goes in a uh, natural evolution that when that position ended and that job ended, my wife told me, why don't you actually get on the microphone and talk and interview people? So, so how does off, off the mic, off the record, how how well is it doing? Uh, we've got about 10,000 listeners a month right now. That's great. I'm uh, around 130 episodes. I do it very... Very much like an episode of Seinfeld. It's a show about nothing. We don't. We don't. Yeah. We have a little bit of a format, but not I really. understand that. Totally. It's very, very much like what you do. You just want to sit down and have a conversation with somebody. People um, often ask me. They go, "Well, how do you get your guests?" And I go, "I turn on the lights and the camera, and people stop by." You know, and if there's not lights and camera, people stop by. And I never know who's going to stop by. I have no clue. Or when a parade's going to go by. Or when a parade. And, you know, that was the International Women's Flag Football Championship. And that was a bunch of the young girls, local girls, that they're going to be having a 
games this weekend. What, yeah, but it's it's an international event. Who knew? We do because it's about the 30th year. So every year around this time, we get about 30 teams from all over the world. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. There, it's an international event. You know, it's, and it's uh, so. How is, Wickersfield. Yeah. How is uh, Kelly McGillis in, involved in that? Um, so she kind of became the, I don't really, I can't speak for her really, but I think she was kind of the face and the spokesperson and, and maybe she was the sponsor, the main sponsor of it originally. Okay. You know, I mean, so that's kind of how it started. Okay. Might be an off the mic, off the record story, but I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I like it. But... But. To try to get her when she's in town. I know her daughter still lives here. Okay. And maybe, just maybe, Kelly, one day you'll stop and set the record straight. I don't know. Yes, I Kelly. I love that. Yeah, Kelly. You need to come and you need to sit yeah. down and sit with Kit. Yeah, We'd like absolutely. to have that. So, that Kit, would be great. how many years have you been doing this? The podcast? Yeah. This is year number two. Okay. We started um, uh, October, September, October of last year, and we did a few episodes and like I said the whole thing just started real real organic um, just for me sitting out here all the time talking to people and um, we kept talking about it and I think um, all the festivals the fall festivals were coming up so we kind of had to suspend it a little bit but we kept looking at it going we've got all these great festivals with Rock Island Mile Zero and all these festivals where Key Western yeah the Key Western which is new it's just year two for it we're like, we just need to start a podcast and see if we can get any of those people to talk to us. And in the meantime, we're going to introduce the world to all of the people that are surrounding me. All the musicians, all the bartenders, yeah. all my heroes, you know, everybody here. So it started really simply, and it just kind of has kind of gone on and just kind of keeps going, and we're, we're thankful for that. You know, and what I, better place to do it than right here in Right Florida? here. Right in this spot. And, um, I think we have about 240 episodes out. Oh, man. So you've been getting after it. Yeah. I mean, we'll put five or six in the can on a night, and then we'll release them within a month, give or take. You know, every now and then people go, where's my episode? Did I not make it? And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's production. That's the editors. I don't know. <laughs> and I really don't. No. I I'm the most low-tech guy in the world. I know the microphone, I know the lights, I know the camera. I don't know how they work. But does it matter? I know what they look like. You know how to turn and go like this yes. and look up at it. Right, and that's about it. So, you know, I'm good with that. And it's really, anyway, it's really good. Let's, talk, let's pivot back to off the mic, off the okay. record. You said it's been going on for how long? Uh, it's about two and a half years. About two and a half years? About two and a half years. It's very different. So I do um, festivals. When we go to music festivals here or any of the other ones we go to, 45 minutes sit down with an artist, usually get them to play two songs. And the whole idea behind it is, is when I was a producer, every time we would go from our live shows or get done with the big event, people would always ask me what the musicians and everybody talks about when the mics are off. And I would always tell them, this. Yeah. We're, everyone is just a, a human being and they're yeah. playing catch up because for the for the most part, a musician or somebody in the industry who is running the camera or the lights or whatnot, they are ships passing in the night because that's their day job is right. at night. So maybe this person's in Albuquerque and this person's in New York. Well, when they see each other, you've got six minutes to catch up on six months worth of life. That's the off my portion, the off the record, the same 13 years that I was doing this, I found myself as a fly in the wall in a lot of rooms. I probably shouldn't have been in, right? right. And I got to see singer-songwriters create and the infancy of a song, and right. that became my kind of obsession part of it, is I was obsessed with seeing them 
create something and then maybe five years later is the old, the first time the world hears that song but you got to hear it then and it's incubation absolutely very very early so you primarily deal with texas uh i would say primarily just because that's who's there but i mean i've, I've interviewed artists i came down here uh, two years ago and interviewed a lady um in her house in Lakeland, Florida, and she's in, her name's Van Plating, and she is an amazing artist. But she's around the Tampa area playing a lot, but she goes in everywhere. Wow, what's yeah. her name? Van Plating. Wow, I don't know her. She's really good. So, who's the biggest person you've ever interviewed? Uh, for the podcast, or yeah, in general. Well, in, in general. So, for the podcast, the biggest name it would probably uh, William Clark Green, who's he played last night over at the Amp. The Red Clay Strays, who's everybody's there. I mean, I don't really know how you judge who's the biggest right. name, the biggest follower. Well, because I, you know, and I tell people this all the time: living on an island that's two by four. I don't know any of these people because we don't have a drive time. Oh, there's no drive time to, to turn on the radio and go. Uh, I got to go to work. It's 30 minute drive to work, and what do you do? You listen to the radio. Right. You, you listen to music, or you listen to sports, or you listen to news, but you're listening to the radio. We don't have that. So I, I sometimes feel like I get left behind. And so I'm glad you guys come into town because I knew Sarah Evans. Yeah. Um, there's a Mac, the girl that's here. She was here, I think, Mac, Morgan Wade. Her name's like McCray or something. Um, I think she was here last year. Okay. Mike and the Moon Pies. Mike I think. and the Moon Pies. Yeah. yeah. I, I recognize some of these names but I don't know a lot about them because there again you don't I never drive no I never drive my ride from here to my house is seven minutes on a moped as it should be yeah yeah and so I I feel like the last 30 years I've kind of missed out on some you know or I'm just stuck in a bubble so I'm glad that you guys come into town so that I, I get re-familiarized with what's going on and what's who's here. Yeah. Who's here? And it's like, okay, so this is really popular in Texas and Oklahoma and all the red dirt and the Rockies, you know, and that's that's the only way I keep up with anything, you know, be brutally honest. You know? No, it makes sense. And I don't watch a lot of TV, so I don't know a lot of the pop artists. Right. But because we have so much music around, I hear a lot of songs, and to me, some of them, I just think, well, maybe that's an original song until I hear someone else playing. I go, oh, that must be a cover tune of somebody else. Right, right. But the first time I hear it, it's an original. It is. It's an original to you. <laughs> it is an original. Hold on one second. We gotta say bye to mom. Mom, what are we making for dinner? Like Girl Scout cookies tonight. I'll take the box. <laughs> mom, gonna make time. Yay. So anyway, you know, I'm. I'm so glad that you guys come here because it, it, it does do something for the town, whether all these events do, but I think there's a little culture here that, that it's always nice to have a, a different influence come in, if you will. I mean, and it is, so it is a big difference. It's a big difference. So you, you take us, for instance, you know, we may, if we're on the road or, because I don't go to every festival, I don't go to every event, I don't go to every live show, but for us, we're in, a, in an insulated bubble, very much like you right. guys are, but it's a different different type of insulation. Yeah. So we get to come here and we get to see the culture and understand what it's like to have your shoulders relaxed just because you're walking in a town that 
it's a, that exhale. And that's the way Key West is for all of us. Yeah. Plus, it's at the beginning of the year for us when the weather is absolutely horrid back home. <laughs> and so, we, I guess we, so. Yeah, we leave and it can be freezing, you know, iced up everywhere. And that then puts everybody in here. a good mood right there. Yeah, and then I get here and you pull your, put your, your short pants on. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a little warm tonight. It's uh, January the 24th. 29th. And it's probably yes. about 77 degrees and balmy. But you South know what? Florida balmy. It's okay though. It's it not. It's, it's not 19 degrees. We're and shoveling wind. sunshine in the morning, boys and girls. Outstanding. So, what brought you here? Um, well, I went to school in Troy, Alabama. Okay. At Troy University. It was Troy State at the time. The bar next door, Rick's. One of my best friends from high from college. He and a high school buddy of his came down and opened up Rick's. Okay. And. I worked with this guy named Vincent Walton, and he knew I knew how to bartend. And I was one of the few that was kind of a trained bartender. I'd had experience. I'd bartended, you know, a few different places before right. a college bar. So anyway, when his friend Mark Rossi buys Ricks, Vince comes down, and he called me every night. You got to come down. You got to come down. There's an hour time difference, right? And the bar in Alabama would close at two o'clock. This one would close at four. So at about three thirty, he'd start calling me. Hey. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm getting ready to go home so I can go to 8 o'clock class, you know? Right. So I came down here to help them. I told them two years. In the process, Mark acquired this property, that property, the other property. I ended up in the pizza business, had no idea what I was doing. Still not sure that I do. But I decided it was better here than somewhere else. Why not? Absolutely. You know, like, my, my friends come visit me in a self-centered kind of way. I don't have to go visit anybody because they'll come here. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I would. Like, yeah, I want to go to Cleveland in February. I'm looking forward to it. In fact, Mike and Gene, I'd like to be there in February, but I don't think I'm going to make it. I, I think Aerosmith is canceled, postponed again. So, who knows? I was supposed to go to Aerosmith concert. In Cleveland, that would be badass. It would be a home of rock, you know, the Rock and yeah, Roll Hall, Hall of Fame. And it was supposed to be the last show, I think, of that tour. But it, uh, who knows? Never know. It's out there. It'll happen. It could happen. Who knows? So that's what brought me here. And then the weather, um, just the island life has kept me here. And that's kind of the central theme of the show is the locals all live here because they want to be here even though it's it's always tough to live here because it's expensive very yes you know it's nothing's cheap here it used to be weed and coke was cheap but even that i i don't know because i don't do either one of them but you know i think even those are expensive nowadays i don't know but nothing's cheap here no you know seafood if you go out and catch it it's cheap that's the only way. but then it costs you money to go out there and get it so, oh. Fuel and yes, you can have yeah. a boat and you got to go there. Yeah. It's the same old story everywhere though, everything's getting expensive. But that's okay, why not, if you're going to be spending money on things, why not have it be in paradise versus... And, and I, I am just pissed off in the morning when it takes me 11 minutes to get to work instead of 7. It's like, I just road rage. It's horrible. But you're still in 11 minutes. You're there, and that's good. And I'm in my shorts, in my short sleeve shirt, bitching about it. You know, oh, it could be worse. It could be. So, turning the table, continuing to turn the tables, and, and ask you, you a couple questions. Guys, but that's okay. You guys are doing that to me tonight. That's fine. Tim doesn't care. <laughs> who, who, if you can pick any person, yeah, in the world to sit and just have this five-minute conversation. Well, with. I keep asking Alice Cooper to come talk to me. And um, 
He was kind of a childhood hero when I thought I wanted to be a rock star. Right. I kind of dug him a lot. Yeah, my early influences were were kind of in that kind of metally glammy rock and roll. Kind of, I mean, I, I love, I love, I love some early rock. You know, Three Dog Night and Guess Who and Bachman Turner Overdrive when he started. And you know, I listen to a lot of that Uri Heap and a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I really, whenever I, I ran into Alice Cooper, I'm like, that's what I'd like to do. But I just didn't have the talent to do it. Or the uh, wherewithal to, to figure out how to do it either. Oh. Yeah, you know, and it takes talent. It takes like, talent, you know, yes. A lot of people think that it's easy, and if it was, everybody would do it, right? But it's not as easy as it looks, you know. And audiences can be very forgiving. They can't. You still be. have to do. You still have to do. You have still have to give them what they came there for. I think with an artist, a performer, anybody like that, whenever you're on that stage, one, you said you have to have talent to stand out. True. And then two, you're right, you have to understand when to give and take from a crowd. Right. And and like you said, if they're forgiving, you have to understand when you have to give back. Right. You know, and, and you know, just like we're still trying to figure out this podcast. You know, and I, and I, I interview the rock stars, the heroes, and the gods. And I want people to know the people that I inter interact with every day. And I want them to see people in a little different light absolutely you know and realize that everybody has something special and what they're doing is something special key west is like a three-act play and a lot of people only see a small portion of it they don't see all that goes on behind the scenes and the people that make it happen so know? i'm very similar in the way i do it i interview a lot of and you're, mixers Right. Producers, cameramen, it doesn't yeah. matter. I, nope. I, I want to bring in as many people as I possibly can. So we have a very similar thought process on that. You know, for me, it's about capturing this spot in time. You know, yeah. I won't minute. be around in 30 or 40 years. You probably will be. And you'll look back on it when you're old and go, oh my God, look how young we were. <laughs> look how dumb we were. Look at the silly shit we were talking about. You know what I mean? But I want that to be, I want that to be saved. Somewhere in there for people to to see later on, you know. Even awesome. myself, I want to go back ten years now and, and sit down with a big thing of popcorn and watch twenty episodes. You know, binge watch Sit with Kid. You know, why not? Why not? Yeah, I will. And, and absolutely. So um, it's almost a self-centered thing for me in a way. I'm, you know, I'm doing it for me. <clears throat> but I'd like the world to know these people. I'd like for the world to know you. You know, but ultimately, when it's all said and done, if, if I only have five subscribers, 10 years from now, I'll sit down and watch them, everyone back to back to back to back. So, Outstanding. Yeah, you know, that's just kind of my gig. Cool. So, Thank you for sharing yeah, that with me. Well, a little insight. We're just yeah. sitting here literally just chewing the fat. Just sitting with Kit. Just sitting with, with Kit. Kit. That's, what we, that's what we do here all night long and all day long. It. That's what we do. And we put it on a video. And... Um, 90% of it won't be edited. <laughs> those, Who cares about it editing? We're, we're way too lazy, and you know we hope those editors don't get mad at us, but you know, as long as there's an intro and an outro, we're good. I live by the same means. Unless something is horribly wrong, it stays in there. Yeah. Well, that's... I, I, want, I want the idiosyncrasies. I want the, I want the coughs. I want the ums. I want, we get that a lot, too, where people go, you're not going to use all that. And I'm like, well, was there something really egregious? I didn't hear it. Well, I might have been. I might have. I go, you were fine. <laughs> and I think in the 200, 
50 episodes we've done, I think we may have two or three that we said, eh, we probably couldn't hear that one. And that was due to different reasons. Yeah, but not a lot. There's not a lot that gets cut out. And nah, just let it good. roll. Just that's let good. it roll. I love it. So, I guess we've come to a little bit of dead air time. Kind of. So natural, natural conclusion, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. And you, you know me at all, which you don't. You know that this is a pizza shop, the number one pizza shop show on the internet. That's right. Sit with Kit. So I'm going to ask one pizza question. You ready? I'm ready. This is your final question. Don't screw it up. <laughs> Here we go. If you were a pizza, what kind of pizza would you be? If I was a pizza, what kind of pizza would I would yeah. be? Yeah. Supreme pizza. Supreme pizza. You know, you know we're we're dealing with rock stars when they say supreme pizza. That's good. That's pretty much it. Well, awesome. Buddy. Thank you for your time. Kid, thank hope you. You've enjoyed it. I hope the the viewers enjoy it. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to this channel. Yeah, sit with Kit. And we also have Off the Mic, Off the Record. Go over and check him out and see what he's doing. East, yeah. West, Texas, Central, somewhere. Texas. I'm somewhere in Texas at some point. It's a whole other country, maybe another universe. We it don't really know. is. We haven't been there in a while. Well, on behalf of myself, the crew, Tim, Jade, and Randy, I'd like to thank everybody for watching. That's it. Good night. Thank you.